Welcome to the NextCloud podcast. Let's talk about digital sovereignty. So, welcome back to our NextCloud podcast. Today with me is Rhys Davis. He's a product manager or he is a product manager at Canonical. Hi, Rhys. Hello. Hi. Hi, Ingo. How's it going? Yeah, wonderful. Uh, Canonical launched a new product uh, called Ubuntu Appliance. And uh, one appliance is, is the one with Nextcloud. And that's what we're going to talk about today. So, so what is Ubuntu Appliances? What, what, is, what is it about? Well, it's about, it's about a number of things. And uh, <laughs> there's uh, lots of different uh, things we can talk about here. But getting down to it, Ubuntu appliances are about getting getting some getting some software online, getting a nice an application like Nextcloud, uh, downloading it, putting it onto a Raspberry Pi or an Intel Nook, and making a dedicated uh, device that does that one thing really really well. And you can dedicate resources and you can dedicate uh, things to it, um, so that you have a a just an easily updatable, secure Nextcloud appliance, if you will, so which you can stick behind your TV or you can have in your room somewhere and then you can forget about it and Nextcloud takes care of the updates and you just you just connect to it and use your Nextcloud like like you would any other any other way. Okay. And what, what what's the motivation behind the project? I mean, okay, I can just nowadays use Ubuntu, put Nextcloud on it. So what's what's the new thing or, or why do you think we need uh, Ubuntu appliances? So it's it's a combination of a few things. The one of the big things that um that the Ubuntu appliances use is a is, is Snaps and Ubuntu Core, which are which are designed for, for security, that designed to be secure. So that's one of the things. If you're using Ubuntu Server, uh, you might not have the same level of security that way. But it's also it's also to try and collect and aggregate these different kinds of applications, these different kind of systems, and make them available to people as this kind of appliance, as this device that they can use and that they can download and they can have in their physical hands. You can have a physical uh, Nextcloud server, physical Nextcloud box, if you will, but it's 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 pulled down from from uh, from the Ubuntu appliances website, and you have it in this way, and it's and it, and it has the benefits of Snaps and Ubuntu Core. Um, but it's not it's we don't it's not something that you necessarily need. It's not something that you necessarily have to have in this way. Nextcloud will work as well, if not the same in in other in other mediums. It's just another way. That you can that you could get Nextcloud, that you can consume Nextcloud, that you can try it out, and uh, and we think it's a we think it's a good way because of its security features and because of its updatability that comes with Snaps. Because Snaps allow the Nextcloud upstream that allow you guys to to send updates and to to push uh, patches and security updates and those kinds of things straight to the straight to the device. So so that's some of the reasons why. <laughs> Okay, so security, easy updates, and uh, also easy, easier to use. Or if okay, if I am a system administrator, maybe it's it's no big deal to put out an Ubuntu server and put Nextcloud on it. But but as uh, I don't know, as a graphic designer or someone not uh, in IT, it's it's not so so easy. And and with uh, with the appliances, it should be easier, right? Yes, it should be easier 
after after the initial after the initial getting going. So part of the part of the friction that we're working on, part of the experience that we're working on, is making this as simple for those those sorts of people with those sorts of backgrounds as we can. Um, and at the moment, that comes in the form of having dedicated tutorials or having hopefully what I think are quite clear instructions as to how to get these things uh, up and running. But once you once you have the thing set up, once you've gone through the initial stages of 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 logging in, of setting up the system, once you have Nextcloud there, yes, um, the idea is it's super simple because we're combining the idea of just a simple downloadable image with the simplicity and approachability, if you will, of of the likes of a Raspberry Pi. You get your SD card with your Nextcloud appliance on it. You flash it onto your Raspberry Pi. You go through the setup process, which, admittedly, can be uh, can be difficult for someone who doesn't know uh, doesn't really know what's going on. But there's a lot of instructions there. And then once you once you're away with that, uh, you're done. You can you can put it in the corner. You can put it behind your TV, and you can forget about it and just uh, just connect to it when you need to. So, so you just said, okay, Raspberry Pi, but um, is this the only device or do I need a server or can can put it on my NAS or uh, what What are the, the, the system requirements for, for using uh, the Ubuntu appliance? So if you were to go to the website right now, you'd see that there are three There are three main options. There's the Raspberry Pi option. And the Nextcloud supports uh, all of the Raspberry Pis that Ubuntu supports. So that's everything from the Pi 3 up, except um, the Pi 3A plus, because it probably wouldn't have the, uh, the, the specs to actually run Nextcloud very well. And uh, the Intel NUCs. So any of the Intel NUCs that Ubuntu certifies, you'll be able to run your Nextcloud instance on with a bit more juice. And then we also have the option to um, try it out or to run your Nextcloud instance in a virtual machine. So you 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 uh, you download Multipass, which is um, another one of another another tool that you can use this with, and then you spin up the Nextcloud, spin up Nextcloud in a VM, and you can you can try it out. You can go in, you can use it as if you was on a server or any other device, and just see how you like it. Okay. But there is not a pre-built package for for uh, VirtualBox or or KVM or something like that. So I I have to use Multipass and then put it. Uh, then it's going to install a, a, a virtual machine for me. Right. So um, the reason we went this way was because Multipass has a has a very 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 simple uh, way to do things do these things so someone who's not familiar with virtual machines or someone who's not familiar with this kind of technology would just be able to download multipass run one command which would be multipass launch appliance nextcloud and and that's it it spins up the vm and they just need to follow the the nextcloud setup instructions to try it out and and have a go okay so Okay, this is fair. This is easy, but but what's about uh, um, pre-configured box? So I buy a Raspberry Pi or I buy a Nook with uh, with Nextcloud Ubuntu appliance already on it, or what's about um, at least a pre-configured SD card which I can just put in my um, Raspberry Pi and, and it's going uh, fine then. Do you have thought of this, or is this uh, the plan for the future? It's something we've thought about. Uh, it's not necessarily a, a plan as of yet, 
it's something that um, the process of, of flashing an image to an, an SD card is obviously it's obviously quite an easy process, and doing that um, doing that for people and flashing it to an SD card and then sending it out to them seems like a lot of uh, seems like a lot of expense and a lot of and a lot of work for for what it's worth. In the future, when uh, when the world has perhaps gone back to a little bit to a normal state. Uh, I expect we'd be bringing those kind of SD cards, those kind of preloaded images to to events or to any summits or hackathons that we do. But at the moment, there isn't a uh, we personally, I don't know about you guys, but we don't have we don't have any plans to distribute uh, images in that way, especially when it's when we like to think it's so easy to just go to the website and, and click download, you know. And if it's not possible for me, maybe I have a friend uh, who can help me with this step i think that's that's uh the step which is um yeah the most difficult i think it's it's okay it's easy enough but uh, i tried it uh, on the weekend and i thought okay for someone who's not an it geek maybe it's too difficult but <clears throat> as i said it's not so difficult just download the image use a imager tool um to put it on an sd card but um yeah maybe there will someone helping you or i mean there are forums uh and and people who could help right right yeah if 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 you if if the struggle is with um getting the image tool putting the image onto your sd card then there are lots of places online where you can help there's There's lots of tutorials that I've seen of people using the Raspberry Pi Imager tool, where you can just follow along with that, and it and it's not too uh, not too difficult. I I like to think that some of the tutorials that we have on on Ubuntu.com will be uh, would be sufficient to help some people, even if they they maybe they've never flashed an SD card before. Then hopefully they'll be able to follow along with that and and get it follow it. But after that process, from going from uh, the flashed SD card to having next class setup, that's where That's where we think the the most friction lies. Once you've maybe once you've plugged in your Raspberry Pi and you're you've plugged in your keyboard and your monitor, and then you're trying to you're trying to get the setup. That's when we find that a lot of people run into run into some issues because of the uh, because of the setup process in Ubuntu Core. Through that sort of uh, that sort of onboarding, that sort of getting started experience, and that's something that we're working on. That's something we've got um, we've got some really really great people looking at right now. But we are aware that that's probably the most uh, that's probably where the most friction lies, and it's but it's also where we've tried to put our most attention in the literature. So on the on the website as to telling people how to how to get through that process, right? Yeah. So as I said, I tried it on the weekend. Uh, for me, some uh, thing uh, which I stumbled upon was okay. The keyboard layout. It assumed uh, that I have a. A US keyboard, but I didn't, so the at sign was not on the right key. Uh, that was a little bit tricky, but okay. I know the US keyboard, so I know where the at sign is. Ah. But uh, maybe that's something uh, for for the startup process. What was a little bit for me a thing, but after that, I really liked uh, the the easy SSL configuration. So okay, it started up. Uh, as the next cloud asked me about the password and and stuff like that, and then okay, I had just to type in one command and SSL was ready. Yeah. Okay. Great. That's a that's a really interesting note. Actually, I don't think anyone's ever told me about the keyboard issue before. I've 
I'll make a note of that and see what we can do about it. But yeah, I'm glad to hear that uh, that you like the setup process. I'm glad you found that found that easy. I imagine with with I imagine with your background, I'm glad you didn't have any any trouble with that. That's good. <laughs> okay, so what's uh, what's the plan for for the next uh, month with uh, with the Ubuntu appliances? Uh, is is there something we should uh, we should expect uh, soon? Yes, actually, the uh, the plan with the next month is to, on the one hand, continue fleshing out the story, continue um, producing more in-depth tutorials, a bit more use-case-orientated uh, documentation where we can where we can show people the results of the appliances rather than just what they are. But also, there are a couple more appliances coming soon, uh, which we will blog about and we will let the community know as and when they happen. But uh, yes, there are a couple more appliances on their way. I'm not sure if I should say what they are. Hmm. <laughs> you can talk about it. It's, it's it's an open podcast, so yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's, okay, it's mainly about Nextcloud, but uh, the all the others are also open source projects, and we like open source wherever it goes. So uh, just just talk about it. Yeah. Well then, well then, in that case, I will say that uh, we're working with Rocket Chat. Right now, to to get a Rocket Chat Ubuntu appliance out and going, and another one, we're working with an organization called Gitty, a self-hosted uh, Git repo appliance as well. And then there are a few more in the uh, in the pipeline that are on their on their way, but those two are probably the closest and the most, hopefully within a month, kind of thing. Yeah, as saw on the website. For me, the the most uh, interesting one was also Open Hub. Um, mm -hmm. So. Is is there a way, or could I get two appliances on one, or do I need uh, two, three, four, five Raspberry Pis if I think, okay, I'd like uh, OpenHub and Nextcloud and and Gitty on one appliance? I think I think if you wanted to uh, do <laughs> do do multiple on one Raspberry Pi, you you, you probably could. Uh, you wouldn't be able to use the the images, the uh, appliance images that we have on the website. You might have to download Ubuntu Core and then try and install the snaps yourself. Okay. But um, that's not what the appliances were designed for. The appliances were designed to have single single points of uh, single devices where you can where you can put your application and you can run it from there. So if you wanted a Nextcloud and Open have one, then yes, you would want you would need to different Raspberry Pis to run those. But we've had some interest um, from the projects that we're working with on doing those kinds of joint appliances. So we've had some people ask, in fact, about um, making a joint appliance with Nextcloud. And once we get around to it, we'll, uh, we'll we'll start talking to you guys again and see if you're interested. But um, so, so that's something that we'd have to make sure works on our end before we put it on the website. But there are there certainly are ways to try it out if you wanted to. You could follow the same or similar instructions to install Ubuntu Core, um, which, would, which would be your base without any pre-installed appliance images or any snaps like that. And then you could try and snap install your your Nextcloud with your Git-T on there and, and see if you can get it to work. I don't see any reason why it why it wouldn't work, although it might be a little bit less um, friendly than the appliances. 
Yeah, yeah, sure. I mean, there is there is a the the bundle um, Nextcloud and Collabora, so um, or a little bit. It's it's advertised as a bundle. So if I use the um, Nextcloud uh, Ubuntu appliance, then I will have uh, the the editing Collabora online part in it, right? That's that's right. Although um, I think there may have been a little bit of miscommunication in the messaging from my part um so i should say that if you if you want collabora with your nextcloud appliance you need to um you need to download the appliance image for the intel nook uh, they don't yet have uh, collabora support for for the raspberry pis and the appliance yet but i uh, i hear that's something that they're working on at the moment so that but once that's once that's sorted i imagine we'll do another round of announcements with you guys to let let your users know that they can then they can now use collabora Uh, on their Raspberry Pi Ubuntu appliance as well. Yeah. Okay. So if you uh, are waiting for this particular part, maybe uh, you have to wait a little bit longer. Um, but for the Nook uh, and maybe for the for the virtual box part, uh, it's it, it's already working, right? Yeah. So if you're if you're looking for your if you're looking for a Nextcloud uh, Ubuntu appliance with Uh, collaborate you're going to want to either get yourself a nook or use a nook otherwise you'll you might have to wait for uh, for that support to come to the raspberry pi okay what's what's the problem there do, do you know it it's it's because of docker or or why is the collabora on 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 raspberry pi not not yet uh, fully working so there's there's a there's a there's a couple of there's a couple of more technical reasons which i I don't think I should go into just because uh, I don't want to. I don't want to miss miss say anything. You know, I don't want to get it wrong and then I have to correct it. But but all I all, what I will say is that um, I believe they're working on it and, and support should be coming. It, it it sounds when when we talked about it, it sounds like an architecture kind of issue. But I I don't want to say anything more than that in case in case I uh, in case I misrepresent their work. Okay, fair enough. Um, so I have uh, the appliance. I have it on my Raspberry Pi in, I don't know, uh, my my home entertainment, uh, I don't know. Uh, but now I have a problem. Is is there is there some kind of support? I, I mean, we talked about the forums, but is, is there anything else I can, uh, you know, go to ubuntu.com or canonical.com and, and ask about the appliances and you guys help me with it or how does it work so the best the best way to go would be through through the forums you could go to ubuntu.com and try and contact canonical but the the process is going to be a little a bit a little long-winded and it would take a little while to find you uh, to find your way to the right person just because um that's where a lot of people go to talk about a lot of things the right place to go would be the the discourse there's a The, the Ubuntu.com discourse and there's a subcategory called appliances where you can talk there about your uh, any issues that you're having with the appliance and we myself or some of my colleagues will be able to be able to work with you and try and figure out what's going what's going on there or alternatively you can go to the the snapcraft discourse if you if perhaps you you know that it's a snap problem or you want to talk specifically about the next cloud snap itself the installation there you can go there And the uh, the snap maintainer will be able to talk you through it. So if there's a problem with the appliance itself, come over to the discourse, 
or we might send you over to the Snapcraft uh, discourse as well if it turns out to be a more technical issue that comes from that comes from your side that comes from Nextcloud. You know. Mm -hmm. Did you already get feedback for the uh, appliance project uh, in the discourse? Is there uh, much joy or uh, having some people uh, troubles uh, with with uh, with the appliance? Uh, what what was the first feedback you received? It's interesting, actually. The discourse um, in terms of feed feeding back on on the appliances and how well or the experience people have had with them. There hasn't been a lot of a lot of discussion there. We've had some discussion. We've had some feedback come through social media and people tweeting or people messaging um, me or the team about about how they found these things. And the feedback's been generally been pretty good, except that uh, except for that initial onboarding process, that initial uh, friction in in getting things up and running, which of course we're uh, we're working on. But in the discourse, you'll see um, another th sort of thing that we're trying to encourage users and and really anyone in in the community to do which is to propose a new appliance so how the appliances go is if pe if you want to see a, maybe a specific dedicated maybe a specific piece of open source software or a piece of or a project somewhere you want to see it become this um, easily updatable fire and forget kind of uh, appliance this kind of device then we ask people to to go to the discourse and propose this new appliance idea tell us uh, the requirements that they might have and then we'll get in touch with the upstream or we'll um, we'll start the uh, the process and hopefully within a month or two the uh, that request that proposed new appliance can then become an official Ubuntu appliance and we can help promote it and uh, place it on our website and hopefully uh, give that project give that community a little bit of a boost so that's okay. where so, so that's, a, that's a roundabout way of saying Uh, there's not a tremendous amount of feedback um, on the appliances themselves in the discourse, but some people have have very kindly started suggesting uh, things that they'd like to see, which is which is which I suppose is good feedback, really, right? Yeah. If they want to see more, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Then uh, they are trying, uh, or, or they're already thinking it's it's a nice product and and uh, starting yeah. to use it and and people, want more about it. People start saying, yeah. "Hey, what about what about this? Do you want to do you want to make my project a?" Uh... And we say, "Yes, of course we do." <laughs> okay, so if there um, are people, uh, uh, listeners here, um, tried it already, maybe post feedback. I don't know whether it's in in our Nextcloud forum or at uh, the canonical one. Um, they are dying for more feedback. I think. Um, <laughs> yeah, we uh, we'd always always appreciate more feedback. Please do, listeners. Please head over and say say what you think. Yeah. I give mine here, so it's a yeah. <laughs> very nice uh, way. Just, just just interview the manager of the project and then uh, slightly do your feedback uh, in the interview. Okay, so it's a product from Canonical. So I have to ask, is there a price tag on it? Uh, do I need money for, uh, for using the Ubuntu appliances or is this something you say, no, it will never happen? You do not need a price tag. <laughs> you do not need any money. There is no price tag on the Ubuntu appliances um, at all. The idea is we bring together these projects and we offer uh, this this downloadable image for these projects simply to 
make it easier for their users to consume and to promote and help uh, collect these appliances, these projects that we like in one place for anyone to access them. That's not to say in the future that uh, a commercial uh, or a or a, um, a proprietary appliance won't come into the portfolio. But if that is the case, then we'll we'll house it away from the other maybe open source appliances. We'll we'll flag it up, or we'll let people know that this one in particular you might have to um, uh, interact with the upstream community and maybe buy them a coffee, that kind of thing. But um, none of the appliances at the moment have a price tag associated with them. And um, none, none, I can say as well, none in the pipeline will do either. If if a organization comes to us and they want to use the platform to talk to the right audience and they, and they come with good and interesting and clean um, projects and software, then we, we, we won't say no to them, but we'll definitely um, let people know that it's a, it's a, it's atypical. It's, it's something over there. You know, it's something that, uh, that we encourage. We'd like to see, we just want to see more projects, but if, if they have a condition where they, they would like to um, put a price tag on it, we won't say no to them, but we'll make sure that it's very, very clear. So no one accidentally tries to, uh, tries to, tries to get themselves a, a, a paid for uh, appliance. Okay, um, then maybe the last question. We we little bit talked about it. Uh, updates. So it's a it's a Ubuntu Core. So now we have Ubuntu Core eighteen, I think, and then yes. it will be twenty. How is the upgrade process f for the appliances, and and how long do I get updates from you guys? So. Yes, it's Ubuntu Core 18 at the moment, and once Ubuntu Core 20 is released, um, we'll start working on the on migrating the appliances over to Ubuntu Core 20. <clears throat> Although I don't expect that to to be to happen for a little while yet, just to let the dust settle on Ubuntu Core 20. And as terms as far as updates are concerned, the Ubuntu Core OS, the operating system itself, uh, Ubuntu Core, will be receiving updates for another. For another 10 years, it'll receive on a 10-year cadence. So Ubuntu Core 20, for example, will receive uh, base updates until 2030 and uh, Ubuntu Core 18 the same length of time. So if you have your Nextcloud appliance running right now um, on your desk or wherever you like to wherever you like to have it, as long as the Nextcloud continues to update the application for the next um, 10 years, then we'll maintain and update the, the OS for the, for the same amount of time. So that effectively for that long you don't even need to think about as a user you don't need to think about any updates or maintenance it just uh it'll just work if you will okay the security updates will flow in and security uh, updates upgrade. patches bug fixes and then from our side and then any uh, feature updates or software updates from you guys side will just uh will just get automatically sent to the to the device okay and then after 10 years uh, the user has to check maybe he can upgrade to to the next Ubuntu core version. And right. And then but by then by then um, that process won't be won't be easy. difficult at all. It'll be a case okay. of Okay. Okay. Yeah. Very nice. Okay. Thanks Reese for uh, telling us about the Ubuntu appliances and uh, uh, especially the next cloud one. We are mm -hmm. happy to have it and uh, 
we hope um, yeah more people will use it will give you feedback and and obviously uh, also us next cloud guys and um, yeah let's hope Ubuntu appliances will be a thriving product and uh, we will spread the word and uh, let's see how um, all the people are loving it or using it and and uh, what's what what are the next steps thank you very much thank you very much thank you for thank you for having me I'm very happy that you're happy with the next cloud appliance and uh, yeah thank you for your for your kind words <laughs>